This is the Alternative Edge, home of KBVU Podcasts. Hey you, yeah, you, smile. It's a great day to have a great day. Let's get positive. How's it going, everyone? I'm Joshua Tiggis, and thank you for listening to The Positive Point, a podcast where I try to shed some light into your world. Once again, I'm really excited to sit down with my guest this week because, like last week, we actually connected on Instagram. Yes, just like Raquel, Deborah was one of the first people to find my podcast on Instagram and expressed right away her interest in hopping on. And let me tell you, I'd like to think I've been around a lot of happy and positive people my whole life, but none come even close to comparing to Deborah. Once you hear the excitement in her voice, you'll understand. But it's so inspiring to hear someone like that because it reminds me that there is still hope in this world. We often let the latest breaking headlines bring us down, but I assure you, there are plenty of good people in this world, and Deborah is definitely one of them. It's hard to even find the words to describe her because she's unlike anyone I've ever met before. It's like a happiness overload, which is so refreshing. I hope you're excited for this conversation because I know it's going to be one heck of a positive journey. So pull those seatbelts tight, and without further ado, let's hop into this conversation with Deborah. Deborah, thank you so much for being willing to hop on here to the positive point, open up, offer your knowledge about positivity. I am so glad you could join me here today. Thank you, Joshua, for inviting me to the Positive Point podcast. I'm so excited. Yeah, so before we get into anything, I kind of want to learn a little bit more about you. So if you don't mind, I'll just kind of turn it over to you and offer like where you're from and what it is you do. Okie dokie. So I am born and bred in Manhattan, the Big Apple. So it's in my heart and soul. Actually, I loved listening to your podcast with your parents regarding the Broadway shows because I, I relate to that. Of course, I know there was a bigger point and we're not talking about it now, but what I do currently is a mindset and success coach. And I call myself director of happiness at my company, The Daily Decisions. Awesome. I love that. The director of happiness. And, you know, I kind of stumbled across you when I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before with Tara from Positive Perspectives, because that's originally where I heard you from. And once I heard your positivity on that episode with her, I was like, this is a person I have to get in contact with. And I just knew you would offer incredible knowledge here to the positive point. So with that, I say, let's jump right on into it with how it is we stay positive. So I know you've been working or you kind of work with this on a daily basis. So kind of what's your viewpoint on how individuals are able to stay positive? It's a choice, as you know. And it's interesting that people are hardwired for happiness. We're not born with resilience, but we can hone it. And I honestly believe it's our choice to choose positive or negative because We control our thoughts and our actions. And understanding that, because the why provides the way, I truly believe that we can all choose to 
I, I call it rewire, retrain your brain. I don't know if uh, you heard, I know I did a video about it. Notice, shift, rewire. And you notice when you're going negative and immediately shift to a moment of gratitude. And I say, even noticing a blue sky, the feel of the wind on your cheek, anything you can. And then doing this just a little bit each day we do rewire, transform our thoughts, and we can become more positive. And so I truly believe it's doable because I know I live that way every day. Honestly, we're all human and we all have emotions to deal with, but it all comes down to control and controlling what I say, our controllables. So our thoughts and our actions, and letting go, I know it's not easy, but letting go of what we can't control. Don't give power to that. Other people's words, their actions, all the different daily circumstances, situations that are sort of torpedoed at us. We can only, as I said, to repeat, control what we can control. And that's always my advice. That's what I share. That's what I coach. Well, I love that how you've talked about controlling what we can control. And that's why I think a lot of people actually slip out of this positive mindset and slip into more of a negative one is because they become so overwhelmed with everything. And that's why I'm really trying to raise awareness about is taking that step back. And like you were mentioning, controlling the controllable. But I kind of want to circle back because you mentioned that you did a video and I want to point out that you do have this Instagram page that I absolutely love because it's so bright and colorful. And like you mentioned, you release those videos on there where you talk about these different topics. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit more? Actually, I would love to do that for a couple of reasons. One, I started the daily decisions. We'll talk a little bit more about our back, my backstory as we get further along. But I started the daily decisions, one, because I wanted to highlight that it's our choice to control our thoughts and our actions. And I wanted to highlight choice. And I wanted to highlight that we need to do this each and every day, because that's how we can shift. And then my little secret is, I was always nervous got a little tongue-tied if I had to do a video at work, whenever. And my resilience told me, you know, you can do it. You are the only one who can do it for yourself. So I practiced and I practiced. And again, it's just like controlling our thoughts and our actions. Over time, you make the shift. Over time, you get better at it. And so I just want to share that to your, with your listeners because it really is important. If there's something we really want to do, we owe it to ourselves to try and do it. Because let's face it, why nail the coffin shut before we try? And why have regrets in the end? So that's why I started the Instagram page. It was, it was to help others and it was also to help myself, which I think is a really nice thing. It's a nice balance. Exactly. I love that. And I love how you 
brought up with like not putting that nail in the coffin before you actually try something. And it, I mean, it is as simple as the name of the Instagram page itself, daily decisions. We make thousands of decisions every single day. And it's about recognizing the ones that could help us lead to happiness, but also recognizing the ones that could like lead to that risk and exploring those new opportunities like you were talking about and experimenting within life because that's how we're able to see what else brings us joy rather than falling back on those other things that we usually kind of like fall into like the trap of like I'll bring up a lot of people just go to their favorite show on Netflix or something like that. But it's through these other decisions that we have a decision not to do that and to step out of our comfort zone in being comfortable in being uncomfortable. Yes. And I say that all the time. And I said that in, in a post and in this article, I just uh, wrote getting comfortable with being uncomfortable and then making that shift. And I also like to say, lean in with your heart, not your fears. And what I mean by that too is when we lean in with our heart, we can experience and we're willing to go after our passions because sometimes we stop ourselves from dreaming or going after goals and dreams as I said, nail the coffin shut. But when I believe we really want something in our heart, and also when it's bigger than us, because I truly, as you do, really want to make an impact and help others. So when it's bigger than us, it's also easier to do because we take the spotlight off of ourselves and we do something for other people, which I think is so important in this life. And that's why I always say that I put it out to the universe, whether it's to the universe or just to other people, I honestly believe, and that's why I'm so careful and you are too, I know, choosing our words is because when we share something, we don't necessarily know that the person we're sharing it with might just share it with how many other people? And then those people share it with other people. And it just goes on and it continues spreading outward. And that's why I believe that we can make a difference. Even just a little bit, putting goodness into the universe is helping someone. And more than not, it's probably helping more than just one person because people share. Well, I love that you brought that up, especially with that sharing aspect, because I've recognized that too, how like positivity is infectious. How if yes. you do just one simple act to someone, it you can literally see how it brightens up their day. And then as they walk down the street or something, you can see them do something for someone else and it just keeps snowballing from there. So it really all does come back down to our individual choices in making those daily decisions to step out of our way and share our lessons and just brighten up other people's worlds. Yeah. And may I share this one thing with your listeners? Because this was something I shared in a workshop the other day. And it's so interesting to me that studies were done on people who smiled versus people who didn't. And people who smiled were perceived more likable and prettier, more handsome. And when you turn up your lips and you do the action of a smile, you feel it, I, I say in my heart, and it's like gifting 
happiness. And sort of the proof of that is think about walking down the street and you smile at somebody and somebody smiles back or vice versa. That's their knee jerk reaction to smile back. Think about it. And again, that's gifting happiness. So it's doing these little things. There's so many little things I teach, tools, resources, things we can do to jumpstart our positivity, our happiness. So we just have to be in the right frame of mind, Joshua, and you know that to do it. And that's what you and I want to share outward, that you really can if you make the choice, if you make the decision to do it, the daily decision. I must admit, you do have me smiling here in the studio. So I think that um happiness and positivity is definitely radiating in this room. But Great. I do kind I'm of- smiling too, a big <laughs> grin on my face. You know, somebody texted me, oh, today's a gloomy day. I said, well, in my mind, it's a sunny day. It's just our choice. <laughs> I love that because today it is one of those rainy, gloomy days here too. And it uh, it is it is our choice. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. Oh um, God. We're but, sharing positivity. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And I hope this has the people listening smiling too. I but, hope. I hope. And we're sending smiles and happiness out to all of you. It's our gift to you. <laughs> but you mentioned about all these lessons that you've like been teaching other people in controlling what you can control and being like this director of happiness, as you called yourself, which I love that. But uh, how did you how did you get to this point in your life or kind of what's your life story, if you don't mind me asking on how you got to be such this positive person that you are today? It's a great question because I really reflect on that all the time, because honestly, we all have our own stresses. Nothing will ever be perfect. So knowing that you don't set yourself up for it and you just are flexible because I think being flexible and sometimes, as I said earlier, all the time, as I said earlier, is not controlling what you can't control. So I truly feel very blessed in my life. I had really wonderful parents, great experiences and a good education. I can't complain. I feel blessed. I know other people struggle with all kinds of things that I've experienced some, but I'm sure I have not experienced so much of what people go through, cancer and just a whole lot of things, right? But given my life, my parents, they were always positive, upbeat people. I think that rubbed off on me. But the other thing, Joshua, was I was always a person who wanted to excel. I put a lot of pressure on myself to always do well. And over the years, I would stress myself out. I worked as a farm. The last job I had for 17 years before this, I was a pharmaceutical rep and I wanted to be the best rep in that, in my division, in my franchise. So I worked so hard and I achieved it over and over again but it came at a cost, right? I was exhausted and everything. And so I remember one morning I would get myself up at 3 a.m. And that was after going to bed this particular day, the night before working till 10 p.m. 
I wasn't your average sales rep. I really cared. That's the whole thing. All my life, I've really cared. I'm just very empathetic and I try to do my best and help people. So I push myself because I'm driven like you are to help other people. But what happened was all of a sudden at 3 a.m., I have all this stuff I have to do. I was strategizing before going out into the field and I started to shake uncontrollably. And I don't know exactly why it happened, but all of a sudden I thought, well, maybe I could have, I could be having a stroke. I, I don't know. And then I thought about Ariana Huffington, who's, who was one of the founders of the Huff Post and her health scare, her battle with exhaustion and her reason for starting Thrive Global and helping others balance their lives focus on, you know, not being a workaholic, not driving yourself until you're exhausted, finding more joy in life, finding your potential, all those things. So at that moment, something clicked in my brain. And I, I was influenced by those two things, the thought of having a stroke, and I didn't want to end my life too soon. And then the idea that it was in my control. And I made the shift. And I just decided that I was going to change my life and go ahead and pursue my goal of helping other people flourish while being able to help myself as well. Because we'll talk about my, my book in a minute, but that was sort of the start of my book because I started it really as my guidebook to help me live a happier, more peaceful, more productive and purpose-driven life. So that's sort of the backstory without going into too much more detail, Joshua. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you mentioned this book and I really do want to hit on this that you're currently working on. So if you wouldn't mind talking us through on what it is you're working on, when we could expect to have it released. So I have been working on it for a while. It's in the editing process. I actually have an editor who's editing the book, but my goal, I don't know what will happen. You know, we can't predict the future. As I always say, we don't have a crystal ball, but my goal is to find a publisher and have it traditionally published. And I'm working towards that now, reaching out, et cetera. So probably it wouldn't even be released till until 2023. So I find for myself, it's not being perfectionistic because I'm over that, but I find you have a choice on how you're going to do things. And I always lean on my intuition and my intuition tells me that I can make it happen. And the way I want to make it happen is up to me. So just stick with it. I have a really good feeling in my gut about it. And that's how I go about my life. I really do. I just, as I always say, trust in the universe. I always feel it will align. Things will work out. I truly am a positive person. It goes to some people see the glass half full. Some, um, some see it half empty. I choose to say, I'm grateful that I have a glass and fill it up and pour in the positivity. And that's how I approach my life. And that's the book. I, you know, I feel that when the time's right, everything will sink. 
and align properly or align as it should. Well, that's something that I've come to recognize with my own life too, is how we can push for something and try to perfect it as much as possible to get it done by a deadline or something. But it's all in the greater timing in which everything's going to come when it's meant to be. Because there's yes. always a time and place for it. And whether we can try to force it as much as we want to, but it'll be more impactful when the time is right for it to be, in your case, published. You hit the nail on the head, Joshua. And that's how I feel because I think so many of us just hurry, hurry, hurry through our lives. Everything's rushed. We've got to do this and that. But I, and I can tell like you, I like to do it so it feels right to us because there is no such thing as perfect. It'll never be the perfect time, but if it doesn't feel right, you know then it's not the perfect time. Exactly. But in speaking of your book, would you want to give us like a little bit of a teaser on what this book is? I know you mentioned a little bit about what it's about, but is it more centered around your own personal story or what's the type of content that people could kind of expect from this book? So I laid it out specifically in a, in a specific way. And there's different topics that really pertain to our life happiness, resilience, and just our well-being. And then what I did is I asked, well, I started with a commitment and then I asked questions. I then have strategies and solutions, tips action items to actually make these things happen. And a lot of it is backed by science because now you know they're doing a lot of studies on positivity, on mindset, on happiness. So there's a lot out there. And then I also have an inspirational story, whether it's mine or it's other people, not necessarily people that you or I might recognize their name. I mean, now I do, but I've done so much research because when I was going through that time that I was writing my book as my guidebook, I would read all kinds of inspirational stories about people young and old and people from years ago. And honestly, it kept me going. It made me feel alive. It made me feel not alone. And I believe this book will do that. It will be like a companion, a friend, because it's super easy to read. It's super easy to understand. There's no charts and graphs. It's not complicated. You can pick it up and you can put it down. And I made it sort of also like a workbook because at the end of each chapter, there's tips. And then there's also pages that you can write your own notes and takeaways and aha moments. So that's sort of, in a nutshell, what it is. And I love it. And you know, what's interesting, I'll share this with you, because I'm like, so ecstatic about it. The person editing my book, she had to call me up and tell me that this book is changing her life. I'm, I'm like smiling from ear to ear. She kept gushing about how she just realized why do I make things that aren't important, important? And she has been able to bring more joy into her life 
and have so many amazing breakthroughs. So she has told me. And also I had beta readers and they have told me the same thing. And then the people that I coach as well, also because I'm not reading the book to them, but it's still part and parcel of the same thing. And they have these takeaways, breakthroughs. And what I want to say is I try to help guide people so they figure out the solutions. They make the connection so that they're able to recreate it. Because people can tell you things as much as they, till you're blue in the face. But unless you actually make the connection and then work to make it happen, it's not going to happen. It's just words. And so I really tried the way I laid the book out to do exactly that. Well, I love that. And you definitely have me excited for this book because I know I'm going to be one of the first people to buy it when it comes out. Because like you said, the simple setup of it seems so like rewarding to the individual reading it and recognizing those things in their life like you were talking about with the editor who's actually reading through it right now. And I love that you also included in there after every chapter, those pages for people to write notes on the reflections within their own life. Because I feel as though like we've all experienced these lessons at some part in our life. And it may take like reading this book to recognize those lessons. But I think we're actually doing a discredit or a disservice to those around us if we just hold those lessons in within us. This goes back to like what we were talking about earlier with like sharing positivity and spreading that. It's spreading our lessons that we've learned throughout our life too, that we can help those around us in not only spreading positivity, but just help them through whatever they're struggling as well. You nailed it. That's exactly it. And that is both of our purpose, I think. We we really feel a need to help others and just give them almost like a virtual hug and say, you know, it'll be okay. Just believe in yourself, confidence. I mean, confidence is one of those things that help you with resilience. And if you believe in yourself, I think we can do so much more than we would ever give ourselves credit for. And that's why I took the leap of faith and left a job after 17 years that I was so successful at, but I just felt I had so much more to offer. And although I loved the job and everybody that sort of impacted that job, I just felt I there was a greater purpose, something more to do. And I think you feel that too, Joshua, and why you started this podcast. Just your story about you and your dad going down to Honduras. And honestly, I think that's one of the most beautiful things we can do is to share happiness. I really do. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And with that there, I think that's a nice place to wrap up if you don't have anything more to share. But if people are wanting to find you and find your pages, where could they go to search out you and search out how you're spreading this positive lifestyle? Oh, I would love that. Uh, if they go to www. Dot, of course, the daily decisions with an S.com forward slash training, and then click to subscribe to my website. They will get, I know you get my um, bi weekly newsletters, inspirational messages, etc. And then, of course, on Instagram, 
And then on my website and in these updates, these biweekly updates and newsletters, I will start to give little excerpts on, well, from my book and updates about when people can look for it. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Well, before I send you on your way, as with all of my guests, I have to ask you, what is your favorite quote? So because I'm having a hard time picking just one, they're both short. And this, these are the two quotes in this moment in time, because maybe next month they might be different. But right now, the Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. That's right. You know, it all comes down to that. And then the other one I love is Ralph Waldo Emerson. Write it on your heart that every day will be the best day in the year. And I know there are struggles and I don't diminish anybody's struggles and what they're going through. But if we think positively, we can get through a lot. Oh, the Robert Frost quote, I'm sorry. The best way is always through. I think that's it. But anyhow, that's the gist of it. I love all those quotes because they are so impactful. And I think they fit in perfectly what we were discussing today. So Deborah, thank you so, so much for joining me today. I know you boosted my spirits by like at least a thousand percent. And I hope we can connect again in the future. Absolutely. And you boosted mine. And to everybody listening, sending virtual hugs, smiles and gifting happiness. Bye-bye. Stay positive. Make it your daily decision. Thanks, Joshua. See, I told you Deborah was a happiness and positivity overload. If you're anything like me, you're smiling ear to ear right now because the energy that Deborah brings to the lives of others radiates the happiness I think we're all looking for. And that has to be the positive point of the podcast for this episode to share your story and share your lessons. We've all gone through good times and we've all gone through some times we want to forget. But through it all, we have grown in ways that no other experience could have shaped us into. I encourage you to use your skills, talents, and lessons as a tool for others to help them grow. Deborah is a perfect example of this because she has found the joy of spreading positivity. You can hear it in her voice. She has got things figured out. And as much as we might want to be like her, it's okay that we aren't. We are our own selves fighting our own battles with our own dreams. Maybe you have no desire to publish a book, but you want to go on a mission trip or start a nonprofit. We all have our own unique ways to spread our stories and share our lessons. Life isn't forever. As harsh as it may seem, we all have an expiration date. So make the most of your time while you are still able. Tomorrow is never a guarantee, so don't let your dreams be dreams. Turn them into a reality. Everything is possible with a little bit of hard work. Who knows, you might be the one to change this world, but as unrealistic as that might sound, there's one thing I know for sure, that you could change someone's world. Maybe you are the answer to their prayers. Take some time, smile at one another, and find your way to spread your story. After all, sharing is caring. 
this week I challenge you to think about the best way you think you could share your story or lessons. Maybe it's starting your own podcast, writing a book, traveling across the country, or simply creating a social media page. The number of lives you could impact are endless, and I know for a fact that there's someone out there who could benefit from you. Be the good to someone else. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Positive Point. As always, feel free to DM me on Twitter at The Positive Poi 2. That's The Positive P-O-I 2. Or Instagram at The Positive Point underscore podcast. Or send an email to the positive point podcast at gmail.com to share a random act of kindness or uplifting deed that you did for someone else or they did for you. Or maybe it's something you saw someone else do for another person. Reach out to me and share the story. Who knows? Maybe you will be the next positive point of the podcast. Until next time, this is Joshua Tigges. And remember, keep it positive.